As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The topics and opinions expressed in the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4CY Radio, its employees, or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to W4CY Radio, its employees, or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4CY Radio. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to Your Book, Your Brand, Your Business. This is your host, Daria Ann, and I'm here every Monday night at 5 p.m. Eastern on W4CY Radio, bringing you fabulous guests to talk about their books, their experiences, uh, their advice in writing and publishing. And tonight, I have two fabulous ladies joining me. I'm really excited about tonight's show. Uh, One of them you'll remember because she has been on the show before. Uh, to talk about Experts in Pink, your guide to breast health. And she is none other than Cindy Papali Hammontree. And she is joined this evening um, by Tracy Milgram Posner, who is the founder of Brecca Strong. So, ladies, let me just go ahead. I'm just going to bring you on and welcome you because I want to give you as much airtime as possible. Oh, thank you so much. We're happy to be here. Awesome. Well, Cindy, you know what? Um, let's let me just start with you. Um, why don't you just just give everybody you know, kind of a little refresher about yourself and your background, and then Tracy, um, when Cindy is finished too, I would like you to kind of introduce yourself to the audience and and let them know all about the work that you do. That sounds great. Okay, that sounds great. Okay. Well, um, I am a twenty year breast cancer survivor. Um, I was diagnosed in July of two thousand at the age of forty six. Um, you know, at the beginning, um, I was scared. Um, I worked at the University of Miami and I worked for a breast surgeon. So I, you know, I knew more than the average person would know about breast cancer. So in the beginning, I was worried and I said, gee, I wonder what stage I am. And then I was scared if I was going to die. 
Um, and then, you know, you start going through all these emotions. How could this happen to me? You feel helpless. You feel alone. You're frightened. Uh, and, and to believe it or not, until today, I don't know how I made it through hearing those words, but meeting other breast cancer survivors helped me uh, get through a lot of this. Uh, the Link of Hope Sisters, uh, who is the founder, Patricia San Pedro, she actually uh, introduced me to many other survivors. And by meeting other women, uh, you know, going through the process made it much easier. So, and then, you know, of course, real, I realized that other people were worse off than I am. I was a stage one. Uh, multifocal invasive tumor. Um, it didn't hit the chest wall, so I didn't need radiation. Um, I did have uh, a couple of rounds of chemotherapy, which uh, I couldn't follow through with. Um, actually, it was offered to me to take to make sure that nothing had spread uh, because they talk about even something tiny microscopic because it was a multifocal tumor, meaning three tumors. Uh, they were afraid it could have spread. Um, so I tried that. And then after, uh, I completed a couple of rounds, I decided to take tamoxifen, which is a drug I was on for about almost five years. Uh, the tamoxifen is still around, uh, along with other drugs. Now I'm going back 20 years. So medical technology and the, the drugs that they have today, uh, and a lot of the things that they do today, even surgery wise, um, are different. I had a bilateral mastectomy. I couldn't have nipple sparing um, because of the spread of the multifocal tumor. Um, so I had a bilateral mastectomy and I went five years with no breasts. And the reason why I went five years with no breasts is because I wanted to pass that five-year mark where you, the recurrence rate, if, if it's more than five years, is less. So I wanted to be sure, you know, that it didn't spread and I didn't have a recurrence. Smart. Don't they, do they call that, Cindy, is that no evidence of disease or NED? Isn't that what they usually NED. say? That yes. is correct. Yes, the medical terminology is NED. Um, you know, but also, uh, you know, I like to give people hope. I don't like to scare people and say, well, you know, even after five years, it could recur. Um, it, everybody's body's different. You know, you have, to have, you have to face reality. It is what it is. But at the same time, you have to understand you know, cancer is, is, a, is a horrible uh, disease, but caught early, breast cancer caught early is, is, you know, is very good. Yes, and your story is, is so inspiring, Cindy. And my gosh, you and I met many years ago in a, in a previous know, radio like platform. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. You were a guest on someone else's show on a uh, radio platform that shall remain nameless. But Tracy, I want to give you an opportunity to introduce yourself <laughs> to the audience and tell us your story. Perfect. Thank you for having me on, Daria. Um, my name is Tracy Milgram Posner. I'm the founder of Braca Strong, which is a local nonprofit. I actually am on the other side of Cindy and took preventative action against getting breast and ovarian cancer. At the age of 18 and 19, I had two lumpectomies that came back benign. And then at 21, they found another lump, wanted to do another lumpectomy and said, you know, what are my options? What else is going on out there? Is there any other testing? I'm really not sure I want to go through another lumpectomy at such a young age. And they decided at that time to go ahead and do a genetic testing for the BRCA gene. And at the age of 21 is when I came back that I was BRCA positive and knew that, you know, I had a long family history of 
breast cancer, ovarian cancer, prostate cancer, lung cancer. These are all things that went ahead and were part of the gene that I do have. Um, with that being said, I went out ahead for several years until the age of 32 and did moderate monitoring surveillance. Every six months, I'd have a mammogram and an ultrasound or an MRI. These tests put huge amounts of stress on me, my family, what was coming in the future. You know, anytime they talk about you go for scans, there's scans anxiety. These are all things that were on my mind all the time. Um, knowing that I'm Ashkenazi Jew descent, I also did have a higher risk for breast and ovarian cancer and decided once I started a family, I would go ahead and take preventative measures surgically to avoid the risk of getting breast and ovarian cancer. At the age of 32, I went under a robotic hysterectomy and had a full hysterectomy and went into surgical menopause at the age of 32. We're losing you a little bit, Tracy. Yeah, Tracy, can yeah, it's a little bit choppy. I heard at the age of 32. Yes, I heard at the age of okay. 32, um, can you just continue with that thought? I heard yes, you say that you sure. underwent a hysterectomy. Okay. At the age of 32 years old, I went under a hysterectomy, robotic, full, took my ovaries, my uterus, and my fallopian tubes. Six months later, I went under and had a prophylactic bilateral mastectomy and participated in a clinical research trial and brought a new product to market. From there, I've had two revision surgeries, unfortunately, due to the lack of education and how women work out post-mastectomy. Um, with all of this being said, I decided to go ahead and start BRCA Strong, which was created as a small group on Facebook about three months prior to my surgical journey in 2015 and grew nationally to over 2,200 women and support them and advocate And you advocate for them. I think, Tracy, you cut out again a little bit. Um, so, Tracy, are you there? Yeah, can you hear me? Yes, I cut out yes. again. Are you, are you, yeah, huh. are you walking around? Are you sitting in one place? No. Is that better? I'm sitting in one place. Is that better? That is, yes. Now that is. Yes. Okay. So you, you started Bracca Strong in 2015, you said, and it has grown to Correct. how many again? 2, that's pretty impressive. Wow. 2,200 2, women. women national and we wow. do education panels fashion shows photo reveals where they go through a transformation of women who come in just in their basic morning selves and transform them into helping them feel whole again wow that's incredible now cindy you guys released and and i just want to uh, before i because i want to hear the story of how you two connected um, through this through this entire journey, but Cindy, I just want to let everybody know since we do talk about books on on this on this episode <laughs> that um, okay. Experts in Pink uh, we released that in 2018, and then last year you also released Experts in Pink in a Spanish version version, which I think is awesome. So, kind of fill us in: how have things been going in terms of the book and and just the feedback that you're receiving from your readers? Well, this is the heartwarming part for me is that a lot of uh, people are reaching out telling me uh, how their book has given them hope because we have over 34 physicians that contributed chapters in Experts in Pink and in Spanish, Expertos en Rosa. Uh, and they are amazing physicians in our community and hospitals as well. 
Uh, there's chapters on uh, chemotherapy, radiation therapy, uh, the state-of-the-art treatments that they have. We have chapters on music therapy, which is amazing. We have a yoga chapter. Uh, we have mindfulness and meditation. Uh, and we also have um, uh, a caregiver chapter on a gentleman who, uh, Gary Barsh, uh, amazing chapter on caregiving. And as you know, sometimes the caregiver is overlooked. And the caregiver is really an important part of our journey because they're our support system and they're closest to us because they're with us maybe almost 24 hours a day. So especially some going through treatment that require someone 24 hours a day, at least in the beginning. But, uh, uh, but the chapters, uh, many of them are telling me how that they are happy to find, you know, this, the chapters that give them hope because everything in there. Uh, they say that they go through, but then they have hope. They see that, oh, my God, you know, this treatment works. You're going to get through this. And, uh, you know, I got this. And, you know, it, it peps them up. It makes them feel good. Um, and with Tracy, you know, meeting Tracy was amazing. Tracy actually reached out to me on social media. And to me, social media is I've met so many amazing people, including Tracy. Social media is can break you or make you. And people, a lot of people know that. Uh, so true. Celebrities, you know, it's true, especially celebrities, you know, they have the gossip column and they have this and who knows what's true. After a while, you just read it and don't even know if it's true. Um, but meeting Tracy has been a true inspiration to me, uh, you know, and she explained to me, I knew I knew about the BRCA gene and I have yet to be tested, believe it or not. I still meaning to go get tested um, because I have my mom who was diagnosed at 87 my aunt was diagnosed at the similar age as I was at 46 and my father's sister, my other aunt was diagnosed in her thirties and passed away when she was 36. So oh she my. was the youngest. Yeah. She was the youngest in the family that passed away from breast cancer. And then my father had pancreatic and passed away. So I have a lot of cancer genes in my family. So I do need to get tested. Uh, but then back to Tracy with the BRCA stronger. So I've learned so much you know, about not only just, okay, you're BRCA gene. Okay. But tell me more about it, you know, and what happens and who do I talk to and reaching out to Tracy and all the other women coming to Tracy for, you know, Tracy is a great advocate for BRCA strong, uh, obviously being the founder. Uh, I just, I connected with Tracy and I really, um, I admire everything she's doing. She's a, she, she's so full of hope uh, a lot of people that think because they carry the gene, oh, my God, it's a death sentence. It's not. Just talk to Tracy. She'll tell you. She's been there and she's done that. So, uh, of course, fear is is a factor uh, in any cancer, not just breast cancer and any type of cancer. When you hear those words, boom, you have cancer. It, it's very frightening. Um, but, uh, again, back to Tracy, uh, you know, I'm, I'm honored. And Tracy is actually in Experts in Pink. Uh, all about Tracy. So if, uh, we did do a nice little two page on in the front with Braca Strong on everything about and even contact how to contact uh, Tracy. Excellent. Um, and, and I just want to, before I get, get back to you, Tracy, I just want to let everybody know that you can find experts in pink in Kindle and paperback on Amazon.com or uh, the Spanish version. Cindy, can you say that again? Ex, uh, in on Rosa. Expertos in, in Rosa. Yes. Wow, you got Expertos, you... Expertos in Rosa. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. you, do that, you do that much better than I do. 
Um, so Tracy, you know what? <laughs> I want to ask you a little bit more about this gene, the BRCA2 gene. Can you just kind of, you know, maybe in simple terms, but kind of um, break that down a little bit for our audience? And also, are there? I know you mentioned, you know, in your case, it was genetic with your your fa- your background and your family history. What other are there other ethnicities and backgrounds that are at risk with, for the BRCA2 gene? Yeah, actually, you African American women and Ashkenazi Jew descent are at a higher risk, and some Latin backgrounds as well are at a higher risk for this gene mutation. You know, we have to go back into our hereditary, into our family trees, and dig and see, you know, what kind of cancers are there and where are they. And then from there, if you're doing it as a preventative, similar to I did, make sure you have all those details gathered up so you can give the correct information to the geneticist or the oncologist ordering these tests. Okay. And and what is it like? I mean, um, if I'm understanding correctly, you can be tested mm-hmm. for this gene. What, what is that like? What does that involve, I guess I should ask? Tracy, I think you're cutting saliva. out. Can you hear me? Now we can. <laughs> Is that good? Almost. Yes. Yes? Yes. I heard you say saliva, uh, I think, a saliva test? Yes. Okay. So you can either do saliva or by blood, and they give you the results. So now there's 158 panels that are run on all different hereditaries besides BRCA, and you get those results either by a geneticist or a counselor. And through that, they guide you on your options on either if you want to take the surgical route or you want to go ahead and just go under surveillance. Okay. And then when you go under surveillance, does that mean like, as in your case, like I think you said it was like every six months you were tested? Correct. So every six months you have a mammogram and an ultrasound or an MRI and you swap those screenings so you have accurate measures of your actual breast film. Okay. And then at a certain point, and I guess this is between, you know, you and your doctor, mm-hmm. you can decide if you want to sort of take a proactive approach. Um, Correct. So basically, just, you know, they give you different avenues. You could either be proactive surgically or just be proactive and just keep doing your monitoring and your screens and make sure that you don't miss them. Sure. Yeah, I could see that pretty serious like you don't want to miss them because they need to you know there's a reason why it's every six months I'm assuming so that if it did develop into something that you can kind of catch it early correct Correct. I see okay so what kind of like now where can anybody listening um if they're interested in joining Brock is strong um how would they do that so they can either find us on the web at www.brockostrong.org. We have a private group on Facebook as well as a public group, which is called Bracka Strong. And as well as on Instagram and YouTube, we are Bracka Strong. And you can find detailed information about genetic testing, about breast reconstruction options, and about the support and advocacy that we give women and their families. Fantastic. So, and I want to also let everybody know, Tracy, uh, they can also find you at your website, which is www.b, as in boy, R-C-A strong.org. So Brock is strong, B-R-C-A strong.org. And I, I really do encourage everybody to go there and discover more about Tracy and all the things that she does. Now, I want Ladies, we did get a comment from a, uh, a listener. His name is Thomas. And uh, Cindy, I'll start with you. And then, Tracy, I'll, I'll let you answer the same question. And I know this is a very 
personal and individualized thing, but he wants to know, he said, how did you find the strength to make it through all of this? Wow, that's such a good question. Uh, thank you for asking. Um, well, I have a lot of faith, number one. Uh, and in the beginning, of course, I would say, why me? And I sat back and as I started to think, you know, everything happens for a reason. Um, I do believe in God. That is my faith. I'm a Christian. Um, and when I started to meet other women and even some men can get breast cancer, one in eight can get breast cancer. I started talking to these other women and I realized you know, some of them are worse off than I am. I did speak about that earlier. And I said, you know what? Look at how strong they are. And I figured that if they can do it, why can't I do it? So I had them inspiring me as well as me inspiring them. So having strong faith helps. Um, and thinking positive, always thinking positive. You know, it is true, true law of attraction, thinking positive, uh, you know, things, I mean, this is what I believe. I don't know if everyone else does, but the positive thinking is, it does have an impact. And uh, I tried it and it works. And, uh, and again, back to having faith, uh, you know, pushing through and, uh, and then, you know what, pretty much you really don't have a choice. Either you make it or you don't. There's that theory that they say, you want to be happy or do you want to be sad? What makes you feel good? So for me, being happy and giving back makes me feel good. Yeah. I, Cindy, you're, you're such an inspiration. All right. So Tracy, how do you, um, you know, how did you find the strength to get through it? I found the strength to get through it. You know, I have two younger children that play a really big role in my life, obviously. And they, my daughter basically compared me to a butterfly when I had first came home after my mastectomy and said, you know, mommy, we all go through different phases of life. And she was seven years old. And at that time, it just gave me the strength that I needed to push through and the courage and to know that, you know, I have this little girl at home that I decided to take this preventative action to save my life so I can be here. So every day I just constantly, you know, reminded myself with a butterfly, there's a transition. It will end. We're in it together. We're strong. And it felt like she gave me that strength every day to push forward and to move forward and to know that I would get better and create Braca strong. And here I am as she's, you know, almost five years later, she's 11 years old almost and developed our logo and we've created such an enormous group and made such she's an amazing. impact on so many different women. I mean, she plays a role in every event that I do from photo shoots to, you know, just meeting women for coffee or going to drop off a post-mastectomy garment, <laughs> you know, it really, that gives me strength and courage to move on. Aw. That's, that's awesome. I think children, you know, have a way of doing that as well. And I love how she compared you to a butterfly. butterfly. That is so, so sweet. And I'm sure, and, and, you know, Cindy, I'll go back to you that, you know, and, and I know just from helping you, you know, with the books that you've, you've put out there, that there's so many facets of, I mean, obviously there's the physical part of it, but there's also the emotional and the psychological. And, you know, what are some of the things in your experience, like the women that, you know, that you said they inspired you and you inspired them, what were some of the specific, uh, you know, what were the things that stood out to you the most in terms of their concerns and fears as they moved through their journey with breast cancer? Well, you know, a lot of them uh, that I've met were scared of, of dying. 
and we would all sit down in uh, the groups, Link of Hope Sisters, and we would talk. And we'd say, well, tell me why, you know, what, what, is, what are you so afraid of? And as we touch bases on, like, say, for instance, chemotherapy, many of us get very sick on chemotherapy. And then you have the very small section of, of women who don't get sick. So just, you know, talking. You, you'd be surprised when you talk to people and listen. It's so important to listen to what they're saying so you understand what's bothering them. What are they afraid of? Because fear plays, fear is the biggest factor, not only with cancer. Fear is horrible. Just having fear of anything, and it holds you back. Fear truly holds you back. But when you become positive and you talk to people that are positive, that's why it's important to be around people that are always positive. And some of the ones that are negative, you try to not, you don't want to change them. They have to do that themselves. But you try to make them think that, oh, you know what? You're right. You know, maybe I should try that. Maybe I should try turning on some good music. Or maybe I should try giving back to others. You give back to others. That's a good feeling. So, you know, uh, back to the fear factor, and, and I'm guilty of this myself, and sometimes I still do, because, you know, every year I go for my checkup, and when you go for that checkup, you always that doubt, like, are they going to find something in my blood? Is something going to be wrong? Just, just, just going through that is, is fear. There, there comes fear, but another young girl said to me, okay, Cindy, why don't you just go and go for your test and think positive that this is going to be okay. <laughs> this is just a routine check and you're going to go do it and it's going to be okay. So she told me what to do and I practice should practice what I preach. And so guess what? When I went for my blood test last year, I was fine. I said, you know what? This is good. It's going to come out great. And I went and did it. So, you know, it, it's everybody's so different. Everybody's different. But yet you can still try to make people think and say, you know, have you thought about this? Did you try this? Maybe you want to try it and just give it a try. And if it doesn't work, okay, then it doesn't work. But just give it a try. You know, have faith. That's another thing, too. I'm back to faith again. You know what? It, whatever's meant to be is meant to be. And, you know, you get some people that are bitter and don't believe that. But I'd like to think that what is meant to be is meant to be, you know? Yes. No, absolutely. Um, and Robin, listener Robin is, is is saying here that, you know, of both of you ladies, that you not only had the strength to get through this, but you continued on with everything in life. So Tracy, you know, that, that kind of brings me to another question too. Like, how did you... As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You, like, as you were moving through this entire process, you know, how did you kind of get on with life? And, you know, because we all know life doesn't happen in a vacuum. So we still have our responsibilities and other things we have to do. Like, how did you manage all that? And what is your advice for someone else who might be going through the same thing? You know, I managed it by leaning on other women who went through similar journeys. You know, survivors or pervivor get different medications or different routes, but, you know, we're all in this journey together and just supporting one another and having that circle where we went back to. And if we were unsure, had a question, we always went back to that forum and would relate to other women. It was just a comfort zone that could help me and help others. So as I'm asking questions, I'm actually teaching others. So they know what to ask and they know how to be prepared. So that's what Bracka Strong Circle is, is, you know, we help you through your journey. And that's how, you know, working with Cindy, it just became, the partnership became amazing because we were able to help one another. You know, I didn't have the same route as Cindy did. So Cindy can guide other women that I can't. So together we came as a team. Now, do you ladies ever like, I mean, like, for example, Tracy with Brock is strong. Is this mostly through Facebook or do you have like in-person gatherings? How does that work? So I, we actually do several different events this year. We have three scheduled. Um, the first one this year was a transformational photo shoot of 14 women. March 7th, we have a medical panel coming up. And then in July, we'll have something in September. We'll have our first gala. Wow. That's amazing. No, my, my goodness, in such a short amount of time, the things that you've been able to accomplish with Brock is strong. It's pretty incredible. You know, the resources and the people they, that we know to make things happen, you know, the support is truly needed out there. And one thing that I just like to add is, you know, Brock is strong funds women post mastectomy garments. You know, so those women who are not feeling whole again or who can't afford a bra, you know, that's what we're here for to support you and help you feel whole again. Or for women who need prosthetics, we also have those and support women in that manner as well. You know, helping a woman feel whole again after going through a mastectomy and not being able to keep your nipples, you know, kind of puts you in a different environment. But let's put ourselves back in there and be together and feel whole. Yes, and you know, Tracy, that's something that, Sometimes it's overlooked in the conversation about cancer and, and specifically, you know, and breast cancer, which what we're talking right. about tonight is like the, the whole financial stress that it can put on someone too. So it's wonderful to know that you have those resources available for women who need them. Thank you. We also have partnered with a patient airlift services who is we fly women to different states if they're in need of different treatment that's not offered in their state. So any, we can fly women from New York to Florida on a private jet and give you that customer service and comfort as well for you and your family. Wow, that, that's really, that's excellent. Um, I just want to let everybody know that um, this interview will be archived um, and it will be up, uh, Tracy and Cindy. And I, I hope Cindy came back on. I feel like maybe she might have 
somehow dropped off. But this interview will be available in the next couple of days on my iHeartRadio uh, page and also, you know, wherever, uh, you know, all the podcast catchers. So I'll be sharing that. So um, if anyone who is listening is thinking, wow, I know somebody who could really benefit from this interview, uh, you will be able to share it with them. And Tracy, I'll certainly send the links and all the information to to you and Cindy. Um, and Sally's just making a comment here too, listener Sally, that she's saying everyone wants wants to help and it can get frustrating at times. And, and tra- you know what, Tracy, I want to just add to that because I, I worked with a, another woman uh, who wrote a book about her cancer journey. It wasn't breast cancer. It was ovarian. Um, but I think one of the things she talked about was that like people, like, you know, whether the, the people seem to be unsure of how to approach her, like in the aftermath of the cancer diagnosis. So I wonder if you could speak to that. Did you go through any awkwardness with, with, with friends or family members? And, and what is your advice to others who may be dealing with that? You know, I think going through preventative action again, or, you know, going through chemo or survivorship, you know, you realize who your friends are and who your supporters are. And again, that's another reason we created Bracker Strong was, you know, to have that support where a lot of your family and friends get so overwhelmed or so tired of how you feel or don't know what to ask or don't know what to do, you know, no matter what part of your journey, you still need support because when you think it's over, it's really not over. You always hit different obstacles, you know, for an ovarian cancer survivor, you know, if they've had a hysterectomy and they have no hormones and they battle the hormone struggle, you know, it's a constant struggle for the rest of your life. I know again, for me at 37, Living five years without hormones is not easy. My friends have changed. My circles changed. But the ones that are meant to be there support me too. And especially through Baca Strong, you know, I meet some of these women and they've become part of your family. Yes. So you, you kind of, you you know, what you may lose, and I didn't want to use the term lose. I use, use that lightly because, as you said, that the person's meant to stay in your life, they will. But whatever you might perceive as a loss, you gain through, through these support groups. And, and that's wonderful. I, that's awesome. Cause I think, you know, it could be a very lonely journey, um, without that, I would imagine. And there's times that even if you have the best support system, you still feel lonely. You're missing your, you know, a piece of your body or there's something foreign in your body. There's always, you have your best days and you have your worst days, but you of course are entitled to have those days where you're just missing what you want to have. Yes. And I would imagine that it's only someone else who's dealing with the same situation who can truly understand what you're going through versus, you know, a loving family member where they want to help and they want to support you, but they can't understand simply because they haven't had the same experience. Correct. Yeah. I, I can imagine. Now, one of the things, you know, this other author that I had worked with, you know, in terms of just how to help, because I, I believe, you know, we talked about in her book, like, the people that do want to help, but there aren't, aren't, aren't sure. Like, you know, some of the things she suggested was, Hey, you know, bring over a meal once a week, or maybe offer to do that person's laundry while they're going through chemo, you know, and they're feeling really sick. I mean, is there anything you could add to that for anybody out there who maybe, you know, may have a friend or a loved one dealing with cancer? Yeah. You know, look on, we have unbrackable boutique. Feel free to look on if you go, excuse me, through, journeys with your family members, you know, little things that you don't think make a difference, pillows, not flowers, but something healthy, you know, just supporting them, a good book, 
meal trains, just give the best support that you can and advice you can. And sometimes you just need to let your friends vent to you, hear them out and just say, okay, it's going to be okay. You know, instead of always having an answer, I feel like whenever you're going through a journey, you ask a question, people always have answers. Sometimes you just want to vent and be heard out. That's so true. I could say that's true in my life on, on, on much less serious topics. You know, you just want to be heard. <laughs> it's like, please just right. listen. I'm not asking for advice. I just need you to listen. That's so true. I agree. Um, and I think, you know, I think little things, you know, like we had talked about could, could make a big difference. Like, you know, even a ride to chemo um, or, or helping with laundry. Go to their things. doctor's visit. You know, yes. take them just down the street for ice cream. You know, there's several girls that I've met at doctor's appointments or chemo treatments or went to their house because they just needed a hug. You know, those little things can change somebody's entire day or life. Yeah. Now, what has been sort of, you know, the reaction from the medical community? Have you received a lot of support from, you know, oncologists and other doctors in your efforts? You know, I, in my background is medical in the past. I did clinical research and worked in pharma sales for a very long time. So I've been fortunate enough to have some amazing companies out there, supportive doctors, pharma companies, local businesses, you know, when you talk about preventative action against breast and ovarian cancer, you know, what can we do to help somebody else so they're not in the state and receive the diagnosis? Again, whether it's monitoring or surgically, make sure you're tested, know your body, make sure you get your scans. You know, with all the support that I have, it's made BRCA strong, be the group that we can be and offer the services that we offer. I'm truly blessed and honored to meet the people and the physicians that have come on board for us. Yes, and I can imagine, too, it kind of, it's sort of in a way, it supports what they do with patients, too, because now they have a resource, because they can't be every, you know, their focus is obviously on, on, you know, the treatment and the cure um, for the medical issue. Uh, and they may not necessarily be able to, they can't really fulfill everything, you know, the psychological needs Correct. and the emotional needs. And so it would seem to me that they would well, they would really embrace something like Brock Strong and certainly what Cindy's, Cindy does as well um, as just something they can share with their patients to sort of fill those Correct. needs for them. Yeah, um, that's that's pretty amazing. So tell us a little bit about, you know, you mentioned your events, Tracy. So um, how can people get involved? I mean, do, do you need volunteers? Can people donate? Like, tell us a little bit about some of these events and how any of our listeners might be able to participate. Perfect. Our event, March 7th, is called Empower. It's a four-panel. We have myself speaking as the founder of BRCA Strong, Dr. John Diaz, who's an oncologist gynecologist, who will talk about genetic testing and ovarian cancer. Then we have Dr. Sheree Fuentes, who is... Live Today Foundation. She funds lymphedema sleeve. She's a two-time breast cancer survivor herself and a physician. And then we have Dr. Lisa Learn, who will be there from Fort Lauderdale, speaking on breast reconstruction options, educating the community, again, on hereditary breast and ovarian cancer, different genes, know your options for your mastectomy, and the support that we have out there for women who gain lymphedema, who need post-mastectomy garments, who need just support and advocacy through their diagnosis and journey. We are always looking for volunteers. Um, donations can be done on our website at www.brockestrong.org. 
we are always looking to collaborate and partner with local businesses and continue to grow and support, you know, some of their companies that they have that are large corporations. Let's get in there and let's educate them and let's make a difference. Yes. And you said you have a big gala now coming up in the fall, did you say? Correct. We have not set a date and time yet. That will be announced soon, hopefully towards the end of next week. It's fabulous, Tracy. Really exciting to hear all the things you're doing. Um, and I think, I don't know, D is Cindy on or Rebel as <laughs> my producer tonight? I felt like Cindy kind of dropped off and yeah, uh, I have not been able to, I, I texted her, but have not heard from her. Um, but I want to remind everybody again that you can purchase Experts in Pink in English and in Spanish at Amazon.com. And, you know, I'm so glad that that you and Cindy met and, and connected, Tracy, because I really... Um, it's such a natural alignment, you know, with you two and, and especially, you know, having worked on, I think experts in pink was like the third book I worked on with them. And I really loved how they, you know, they offered, uh, you know, information, education and advice that treats the whole patient and the caregivers as well. But, but, you know, again, that, that whole psychological and emotional aspect about it um, and even nutrition, which was, which is so important and just all the, the other aspects that you have to deal with um, when you're navigating through, you know, breast cancer diagnosis or really any kind of diagnosis. Um, so what, what do you two, I was going to ask you both, but you know, what do you two have planned in terms of like joining forces? What are some of the things that you have planned um, to do together? Cindy will actually be at the book signing on March, uh, at the event March 7, doing book signing. Nice. Cindy okay. comes to all of our events and participates, whether she's the lead of getting the girls together. Um, last year, we did a Lily Palooza shop for a cause in Merrick Park, where Cindy was there meeting other women who she's met online. And, you know, just bringing them all together, we plan on doing several get-togethers, not really large events, but on a smaller scale, to just bring women together to comfort them, to support them, and just let them know we're here. No, it's fantastic. And, and I mean, I've known, like I said, when we started the show, I've known Cindy probably, well, about 11 years now, probably longer than that. And uh, she's just, you know, I described her as indefatigable <laughs> on my blog post. And, and she really is. I mean, she's just, just this, just little, little positive person, uh, just, just full of just, she just has such a good heart. And so do you, Tracy, with all the things that you two are doing. And I think together, the two of you, um, are really going to do great things or you already are for people. Um, what are some of the, Thank like, you. yeah, it's, it's really cool. I mean, it's, I'm very excited for you both. And, um, so what are some of the other things that you want, like our listeners to know, maybe things that people aren't aware of, um, when it comes to cancer and not just breast cancer, but you know, any type of cancer diagnosis, are there any, is there anything we haven't talked about that you feel does not get enough attention? No, you know, again, just know your body, watch your changes, and know your genes. You know, knowledge is power. The more knowledge you have on these diseases, the better off we are. You know, what's coming down the, the future pipeline for our children. You know, like I mentioned on the show, I have two children who are a boy and a girl who are both at 50% chance of this gene. So, you know, just continuous education and watching what's going on and being offered out there in clinical trials and in research and vaccines. 
you know, what else can be done to save the future from avoiding this horrific disease? Yes. Well, that's excellent. And um, I encourage everybody to go to your website. Um, again, it's BrockaStrong.org. So that's B like boy, R, C like cat, A, S, T, R, O, N, G, .org. You can find, um, you can get all kinds of information, um, whether you want to donate or volunteer or someone who just cares, or, um, you know, if you yourself are facing uh, a breast cancer or any type of cancer um, a diagnosis and you need help sort of navigating through all the complexities. And Tracy, let me ask you, and I'm, I'm only asking this because I am actually one of the doctors that was a contributor to Cindy's book. I'm actually in the process of working on a book with him that has to do more with just some of the hurdles in healthcare that people aren't aware of. And, and, you know, his, he's trying to make it more efficient and, and he, the book is going to expose a lot of just the bureaucratic mess <laughs> that's involved. Um, do you ever counsel people or do you, do you, do you, uh, point them to a resource that can help them with things having to do with it? I mean, I even hate to talk about it, but insurance issues or, or any type of bureaucratic yeah. red tape they might be dealing with. So there's a lot of women who hit a lot of obstacles, you know, financial burdens, right? Let's start there. When you find out you have breast cancer, or you take preventative action, you know, a mastectomy isn't something that is sometimes affordable for some women. There's funding out there that we guide women to, to give them advice to go and apply for funding so they can have the reconstruction or whatever their choice is. You know, a lot, a lot of women don't realize that these resources exist, um, First one I want to talk about is genetic testing. Also, there's funding out there. There's clinical research trials. There's a lot of different resources that aren't touched on or you're prepared for when you go in for a mastectomy. What do you need when you come out of the hospital? Are you prepared? Are you ready for this to happen in your home? You know, it just doesn't affect you. It affects your entire life. You know, let's be prepared for what is to come. Let's make sure we have post-mastectomy pillows, post-mastectomy garments, something to go over our, our chemo port, you know, a chemo pillow. These are all little things that we don't think about and physicians don't see and end up hitting obstacles for ourselves. You know, let's be ready. Let's be prepared to have these procedures or when you have the procedures, the outcomes. Nobody ever told me, you know, at 32 years old, how life is going to be at 37 with no hormones. But these are all things that I think there's a lot of lack of information on or given to us to prepare for the future. So I think preparing patients better for the future would help a lot of physicians and a lot of, you know, people themselves in general. Yeah, I agree. And I think, you know, one of the things we, we kind of touched on it, but, you know, I th I'm sure it's got to be difficult on all of your relationships, but especially if you have a spouse or a significant other. Um, so do you, do you offer support, you know, for that? Because you were mentioning earlier, and I can only imagine, you know, like you're missing a body part now, you know, it, it's something that was a, literally a part of you. And it not only affects you, but I, I'm wondering if it affects how you feel about other relationships, including ones like with your spouse or your significant other. I can definitely relate to that. You know, I am here for any woman who goes through this and needs support. I personally have gone through a divorce. I never thought I could see myself in a relationship. And after being apart for three years, I met this amazing better half of mine who's been so supportive, has supported me through two surgeries, Aww. has helped me with my self-esteem because Hi. like going through these 
you know, surgeries, you forget and self-esteem becomes really absent-minded. And how do you remind yourself of you're beautiful, you're whole, you're no different than you were before. You know, one of our big sayings is how do you want to be remembered? You know, go back to that person that you were just because you physically changed doesn't mean you're still not that same person. Yes. So I constantly stress to women, how do you want to be remembered? I give them as much support and guidance as they need going through a separation or finding out their spouse is cheating or they don't have their support. You know, there's several different avenues I try to help with those women. Oh, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, Cindy, we, welcome back, Cindy. We got about five Thank minutes. You. <laughs> but Thank I was just you. Thank you. I'm so sorry. No, no worries. So we, we have five minutes left, but I was asking Tracy, and um, and I, I guess I can pose this question to you as well. Like we were talking about how it how this can affect your relationships, particularly with a spouse or a significant other. And so Tracy was explaining, you know, that they offer that kind of support, um, and also um, her own story of finding, you know, the right guy that's supporting her through all of this. And I just wondered, in the last couple of minutes, did you have anything to add to that? Well, sure. Uh, and initially, uh, in the beginning, uh, I was didn't want anybody to see me, including my husband at the time. Well, you know, you feel, you know, breasts are part of uh, your sexuality, you know, who you are as a woman. Um, but if you were to ask me that today, I will tell you the total opposite. You know what? There's more to me than just my breasts. And I have a heart. I have a smart mind. And I'm loving and caring. And that's what makes a relationship, not your breasts, okay? Now, that's how I feel. Speaking for other women, because I have some friends that I'm very, very, very close to that are horrified that they go through breast reconstruction, which brings me to Dr. Roger Corey and Dr. Daniel Calva Cicada at the Miami Breast Center. We, have give, we give back hope to a lot of patients who have no breasts by doing fat transfer with their own body fat. So we give them back breasts to make them feel whole. And I personally had the procedure done twice, and I'm very happy. Um, and other women have had it done and they're very happy. Um, of course, you know, uh, you have to, you know, consultation is the, the key and communicating with your doctor, but they're wonderful physicians. Um, so, but for me, um, I feel whole now. I don't say that, you know, my breasts make me, I make my breasts. Okay. Um, and you know, I just, you know, with the accomplishments and my personal philosophy is, you know, my biggest uh, accomplishment is juggling between job, family, friends, and the community activities. And the things that I get asked to do by public speaking as an advocate, uh, but, and I hate saying no to anyone. That's my dad. That's my problem. Too, <laughs> I know you, that, yes. you know, right. Thank you. I know you can relate Darian, and also Tracy. But, I mean, forget it. Tracy, the no. word, no, she, it, it's not in her vocabulary. So, uh, and then my oh, personal yes. philosophy, and my personal philosophy was inspired by my father, which is to learn something new every day which I continue to do. And also Tracy has helped me a lot too in teaching me about Braca Strong and, and the women that belong to her, uh, her organization are amazing. And the events that they have are, are wonderful. The fashion shows and the fashion shows are beautiful because, you know, and make, Tracy has a makeup artist come in and makes them feel beautiful. And the fashion shows that they do and they, their makeup and their hair and just to feel beautiful. I can't explain to you 
Um, just the look on their faces. I mean, if you go to Tracy's website, you'll see their faces, you'll see the fashion shows, and then uh, even coming up with the first gala coming up. And I'm looking forward to that because, you know, all the, the women that will be there are truly inspiring and they all, they all inspire each other. That's what this yeah. is all about. Well, and no, giving you- back and helping. Yes. And you two ladies are very inspiring to me. And I want to thank you both for coming on. And Cindy, what I meant to say earlier was that I, I know I've known you for so long and I know what a little energizer bunny you are <laughs> and all the things you do. And Tracy, gosh, it's an, it was an honor to interview you tonight and hear your story. And I just wish you both so much success. And I'm just very grateful that you came on to share your story and look forward to having you back in the future. You know, perhaps maybe after some of these oh. events take place and we can kind of do a little recap for everyone. Yes, we'd love it. I look forward to doing that. Awesome. (laughs) All right, ladies. I'm so sorry. The time goes by so fast, but thank you so much for joining me this week. Thank you. You're you're so welcome. Thank you so much. Thank you, Daria. You're you're welcome. And everyone, again, this will be archived, and I'll be sharing that this week. So I hope you enjoyed this evening's show with these wonderful women, and I will see you all back here next week at 5 p.m. Eastern for your book, Your Brand, Your Business. Good night, everyone. Good night. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.